Hello, and thank you for tuning in to what they do to keep us in shackles. My name is Alex Reeves, and today I'll be talking about gentrification. Gentrification is one of the most controversial events currently happening in communities of color. Many people in power would argue the benefits of gentrification, but would not be able to argue the effects on the lives of gentrified inhabitants. Interestingly enough, people have failed to ask, how does gentrification affect the lives of people of color and non-people of color? In Chatham, Chicago, the community I call home, crime rates are 189% higher than the national average, according to Area Vibes, a real estate and neighborhood ranking website. As a result, crime rates have been on the rise because of an increase of gang activity. Gentrification has been occurring in Chatham for over the course of almost three decades. Currently, property taxes are on the rise and are currently higher than they have ever been before. Many of my neighbors and other residents have witnessed an exponential spike in their property taxes and bills. Kathy Taylor, a resident of Chatham for nearly 30 years, said, The rise in property taxes and bills is not subtle at all. Over the past few years, our water and electric bills have nearly tripled. This process displaces people, predominantly of color, into areas sometimes worse than the ones they previously claimed. Currently, you may be asking yourself, what is gentrification? According to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, gentrification is defined as the process of repairing and rebuilding homes and businesses in a deteriorating area, such as an urban neighborhood, accompanied by an influx of middle-class or affluent people, and that often results in the displacement of earlier, usually poor residents. This process can take place in many unforeseen ways. Many people speculate weapons and substances are placed in areas they want to gentrify. This allows for the property value to decrease, which creates opportunities for individuals to per purchase property at very low prices. On the contrary, those in power believe it is a good thing for the economy. Oftentimes, they focus on the economic aspects instead of focusing on the direct effects on the people in these communities. In this instance, this is exactly what is happening. People in power are displacing individuals by passing them out of their homes. This incre increases property values, which makes homes more fit for the incoming, more privileged families. Gentrification in communities of color usually starts with low-income housing and then is spread to the whole community. Low-income housing is the cheapest and most affordable form of housing known as Section 8. This allows people with low household income to live in homes that could be extremely cheap or almost free. Section 8 requires for families of four to have a household income of $36,850 or less. Families of five are required to have a household income of $39,800 or less. Families of six are required to have a household income of $42,750 or less. And finally, families of seven are required to have a household income of $45,700 or less. At some point, these housing facilities may be torn down and the land is later used on in some other way. In the 70s, Section 8 housing complexes were built all over the city of Chicago. Some of these buildings, known as projects, have been torn down, but some still stand. Areas like Chatham are perfect targets for gentrification because of the three L's. Location, location, location. Because of the Dan Ryan Expressway running straight through the neighborhood, many commuters will want to move to an area that is more convenient. For people not of color, predominantly white, displacing others can open many doors. This gives the newer white inhabitants the opportunities to remove the food deserts that were once in that neighborhood 
along with changing the image of the whole entire community. Many neighborhoods that are affected by housing displacement may have or contain food deserts. This causes for the overall health in that community to de decrease as a result. As stated before, people of not of color tend to change the overall image of these neighborhoods. Not only do the neighborhoods get a makeover, but the overall availability ability for healthier foods increases immensely. According to an article published in the Gerontologist, Volume 58, Issue 1, economically vulnerable older adults may be particularly at risk for poorer health outcomes if they lack the financial means to relocate to better neighborhoods. Gentrification gives non-POC, or people of color, the ability to grow a possibly failing community. In conclusion, gentrification is the displacement of lower income people to make room for more fortunate, predominantly white people. Not only does this process remove predominantly people of color from their homes, but it also gives predominantly white individuals the opportunity to invest in these communities once they have been taken over and new homes have been refurbished. Again, my name is Alex Reeves, and thank you for tuning in to what they do to keep us in shackles.